Okay, Rabosai, we are on the Chafal, the very top line, the last one on the line, the Larefas Egla. We were, talk, we were talking about things, we know that the mitzvah is in the daytime, Larefas Egla. How do we know the Larefas Egla? Amidir Rabbiana, we learn Kapara, and it's all, you know, in the even mitzvah of the day, and it's all day long. Amidir Rabbiana, Kapara, Ksiva. How do we know by, by, by cutting off the head of the, of the calf, you know? Uh, the answer is. Because it says it's compared to Kadashim to the sacrifice. Remember, yesterday we learned that all the activities of the sacrifice, not the, not the sacrificing of the limbs and the fats, but everything else, it has to be in the daytime. Okay, uh, um, because it says Kaper la Amcha Yisrael Adam. Okay, and therefore we learn that it's just like Kadashim. It's just like uh, it's just like the sacrifice. And we already learned the sacrifices are in the uh, daytime, the taras matzora for the clean for the purification of the leper. They receive certain zostia taras matzora beyom taras on the day of his of his uh, becoming pure. Call ha alayla asherli kashel tzirus omer. You can cut the barley for the omer sacrifice on the second day of Pesach all night long. Bechul etc. We learned Amar Marcus. We learned. Tira usvira balayla. We learn over there from the psukim that the cutting of the omer and the counting of the days, okay, balayla are at night. Of, you know, of all the days of the omer, but the actual sacrifice of the omer bayom is in the daytime. The hectic halav mevarim. We said for as far as we said the nighttime. Uh, and the nighttime for the uh, sacrificing of the fats and the limbs. To see what's written, all night until the morning. Of course, you can do it this the daytime through the night in this case. And this is the general rule. Anything that the midst in the daytime, it, it's, it's, it is, it is uh, fitting all day long. So, you know, whenever we make a general rule, once you told me the details, we make a rule. So the rule's coming to include something. You already told me the details. The answer is, to you, my. So, says, why do you say this is a general rule? What's it coming to include? It's really coming to talk about arranging the spoons full of incense, and the spoons and the breads of the lechem upanim of the showbread. The mitzvah is all day long. Okay, well, what is that? Okay, two. You see the bezichim means to put the placing of the spoons and the breads. Well, see, look, bezichim the takeaway of the spoons and the breads. No, it's, no, it's, you have to, you have to, you have to take away the old ones and put in the new ones. Okay, curiosity. This follows the opinion of. Rabbi Yossi, that what that you can do it you, that you can put the new one all day long. Why is that not, not as uh, uh, um, uh, unlike the rabbis who hold that you never have a minute when the lechem's not there? Though there, according to the rabbis, we'll, we don't, we don't have it quoted here, but as one as one group of kohanim is taking out the bread, like sliding it out, the other one's sliding in and right behind it. You know, there's never a minute without it. Okay, the tiny because we learn Rabbi Yossi Omer he says sila because he is shana shachos. Let's say he took away the old bread and the and the and the spoons in the morning. The seed there is a chadasha arvis, and he put the bread back in only in the afternoon. It says arvis means the afternoon, late in the afternoon, but later in the day. And mekachlum, there's no problem. Why? Umani mekayim. So you see, you can hear it. You have all day long to do the job. Umani mekayim lefanai tamid. Okay, there's different gear sauce, but what does he mean? Always has to be in front of me. So how does how does he do it? Shelo yehei a shulchan belolechem. It means that he can't have the bread can't be without the the, the table can't be without the bread overnight. But he never learned that every second he can't be without bread. So you can take it out in the morning, put it back in the afternoon. You have all day, you have all day to do the mitzvahs as opposed to the rabbis. They told you hold it, that it's done simultaneously. As it's being taken out, it's being replaced in that particular 
moment. I think that the mitzvah is at night time, the mitzvah is all night long. So what's that coming to include? We already said the details. It's talking about the eating of the Pesach sacrifice. Not like we have two opinions. How long do you have to eat the Pesach sacrifice at night? The Tanya, because we learn, they should eat the meat that night. That was, okay, uh, uh, uh. So said, what? It says here by the eating of the Pesach, it says this night. Also when it came, Hashem was going to kill the firstborn, he said that he's going to pass through Egypt on that night, on this night. Just like over there when Hashem was passing through to kill the firstborn, this night meant until midnight, because that was when it was. By midnight, here too, when it comes to eating the meat of the Pesach, until Midnight. Okay, and so that follows the that follows the opinion as opposed to, as opposed to, saying that you have all that you. Um, so that we're following the opinion uh, that you have all night long, as opposed to the opinion of Rolas Menazayah that you only have until midnight. It's a new Mishnah. Oh, maybe Yosef, a person can read the Megillah whether standing or whether standing or. Or, or sitting, it's fine, and he, he, whether standing or sitting. And Rashi holds, he can do what he wants. If he wants, he can stand, he wants, he can sit. It's fine from the outset. Okay, if one person read it, or two people read it, and usually we can have to, if two people read it at once, Yatsu, you, you, you fulfill your obligation. Usually we don't have two people read it once. We can't, we, it's difficult to hear. But we say here, it's fine, two people can read it once. Okay, we're at a place where, where, the, where the custom was to make a blessing. You make the, you make the blessing, uh, uh, you make the blessing. If the if the minhag was not to make a blessing, Rashi says he doesn't have to uh, make a blessing. Even there, you could, but you don't have to. And we're talking about. You'll see. We're talking about the blessing afterwards. on Monday and Thursday, okay, uh, and on Shabbos afternoon mincha, where we have uh, uh, as accumulation of customs, we we uh, or, or, or it decrees we read we read the Torah Monday, Thursday, and and Shabbos afternoon by mincha. Should we read three people? Three people come up according to Levi Yisrael. We don't do less than three. We do more than three. We don't, we don't do less and we don't add to them. We don't read any portion. We don't finish by reading a portion by Navi in the Navi like we do on Shabbos morning and Yatav morning. The person, who, the person who opens up, the first person who's called to the Torah and the person who completes the reading, who the last person called to the Torah, each of them respects Effectively makes the opening blessing and the closing blessing. So the first guy, the first guy called reads the opening blessing, and the last guy called reads the closing blessing. We'll see why. We'll, we'll see how I don't do it, why we do it. Why we do it different. Uh, 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 then we read four, okay? We don't do less than four. We don't lessen them. We don't add to them. And we also don't conclude by reading the anything from the prophets. And again, the person who opens and the person who closes the Torah reading, the first and the last person, read respectively the the the, the previous and the bracha afterwards. This is the general rule. Musaf, any day that has Musaf, but it isn't a Yom Tov. So, for example, Rosh Chodesh and Cholamoid, you read four people as opposed to three. Be Yom Tov, when it's actually Yom Tov, Chamisha, we read five people. Okay, Be Yom Kippur, when it's Yom Kippur, Shisha, six people are called. Be Shabbos, Shiva, and Shabbos, seven people are called. We don't do less, we don't do less. Uh, um, um, 
on Yom Kippur, Yom Tov, and Shabbos, then the number we said, on those days, we can add to them. And on those days, we do conclude by reading in the prophets, and again, the, the open opens and the one who concludes, the first guy and the last guy, uh, the opening concludes the Torah, they respectively make the blessing before and the blessing afterwards. So we learned that we learned that the, that the, the one who reads Megillah can, can stand uh, and sit. Tana, we learned, you know, which is not the case when it comes to reading of the Torah, there, the person who's reading the Torah has to stand, okay, and he's not allowed to sit. Okay, where do we know that that's true? Okay, how do we know that you have to stand to read the Torah? Amr Rabbi Abahu, Rabbi Abahu says, Demokarkas, the Basik said, Hashem is talking about Moshe getting the Torah from Hashem. Vamar, he says, Po Amodi Modi, here, stand with me. Vamar Rabbi Abahu, so you see, okay, and, and, and I'm going to, and I'm going to, uh, uh, I'm going to speak all of the laws, etc. So Amr um, Rabbi Abahu, and, and uh, Rabbi Abahu says, uh, uh, about this Pasuk, if it were not for the fact that the Pasuk actually expressed it this way, you could never, you could never say such a thing. Why? Because the way the Pasuk is speaking, it's as if, it's, it's as if to say that, that it was applicable to Hashem, and also Kodesh Baruch standing, because it says, you're going to stand with me. It stands as if, as if Hashem, Hashem is not standing Hashem is not standing in the city, but here the way the Pasuk expresses as if and saying that just like Moshe, Moshe is standing and Hashem is standing uh, together with <coughs> Where do we learn the rabbi shouldn't be sitting on a, on a couch and, and teach his, his, his student who's sitting on the ground? And as it says, it says, you here stand with me, that, that, with me, the same way, just like Moshe is standing, so Kodesh Baruch Hu, so, so, as if to say is standing, so also what? They have to be, the rabbi and the, and the student have to be in the same position. Is that way? Tanarabana, we learn most Moshe of Rav Gamliel from the days of Moshe all the way to Rav Gamliel. Lohaya lemedin Torah lebamuva. They only learned Torah standing out of, out of respect for the Torah. Mishemesh Rav Gamliel when after Rav Gamliel died, Yard Chololam uh, with sickness and people were not came into the world. People weren't as strong. By lemedin a Torah miyusha. Then they would learn Torah sitting down. Mahanu did Tanan, and that's what we learned. Uh, we learned Mishemesh Rav Gamliel about the Torah. That's what we learned that when Rav Gamliel died. The honor of the Torah was nullified. They, they no longer were, were capable of standing all the time for the honor of the Torah. Echad Omer, Bahar. One pasuk says, "I sat on the mountain." Now we'll see later. We can read this silly as I dwelt on the mountain. I stayed on the mountain. But with only here, it's like literally. One pasuk says, "I sat on the mountain." That's Moshe Rabbeinu. Uh, 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 so he's learning Torah sitting. And the one pasuk says, "I stood on the mountain." It sounds like he learned the Torah standing. So how do we solve it? So he have several solutions. Rav, Moshe said, Rav says, this is what is happening. He says, we were standing and he was learning, and then when he was reviewing, when he was going over what he learned, he was sitting down. So no, no problem. He says, I have another to solve the apparent contradiction. He wasn't sitting or standing. He wasn't standing or sitting. He was, he was, bent, he was, he was bent over. He was bowing. And bowing can, is kind of sitting and kind of standing. So it was a way to say, so you could say sometimes sitting, sometimes standing, because it was the same thing. He's always like in a in a bowing 
uh, position. So it could be expressed either way. Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan said, Ein yeshiva el He says, no, he says, sitting just means being held over, staying there. Like I told you, she never says, you sat, you dwelt in Kaddish many days. Like I said, that's what you would have thought. No, here, I was on the mountain. I, I sat on, the, I, was, I dwelt on the mountain many days. But how did you learn Torah? Standing. Rabbi says, a fourth solution. He says, you know how he was? Rakos, the, 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 the soft ones, the easy subjects in the Torah, Muhammad, he was doing standing. Cautious, the difficult subjects, Meyushav, he was sitting. So we said, we said one person, or even if two people read it at once, you're Yotze reading the Megillah. Tana, we learn, this is not true by the Torah. By the Torah, we're not allowed to have two people reading the Torah at once. It doesn't work. Tana, but they learn, but Torah, when it comes to Torah, one person reads, and one person only translates. And it translates. We want, okay, you know, for the people. They, remember, they would have a translator who would translate the Pusik into. Aramaic. Okay, but even by the but by the Torah, even by the Targum, you can't have one, you can't have one person read the Torah and two people translating. And it goes and it goes without saying you can't have two people reading the Torah. That's clear. Why? Because two it's because we don't hear two two it's difficult to hear two people at once. I Uvanavi, when it comes to reading the Navi, by the Navi, it's a little more lenient. One can read, but you can have two people uh, translating. Okay, that's not a problem. But what on condition that you don't have two people reading and two people translating, you can't have two people reading even the Navi. When it comes to reading the Halal and the Megillah, by the Halal, they also used to have one person read the Halal. Then you can even have 10 people reading and 10 people translating. My time. What's the reason by Halal and Megillah? We don't, we, we let everybody read. It says, came to Chaviva, since it's precious, Halal and Megillah is precious, we don't do it all the time. People, people pay attention and they hear, they hear clearly, they're able to concentrate and they hear even though two people are reading. We said a place where the custom is to bless, you make you 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 make a blessing. We're only talking about afterwards. But before the but before the but but uh uh but uh but before mitzvah that's a mitzvah you have to you're obligated to to make a bracha before the Megillah. We actually make three brachas and 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 it's not based on any custom. The Amra Rabbi Yehuda Amr Shmuel we learn call and all mitzvahs, all the mitzvahs in their entirety, we make always a bracha before they are done. Okay, my mashma the high over Where do we do this language? Over really means to pass. So, or, or, so why is over here? And it's clear it's being used. The word over means before the doing. So where do we see that over the word passing is really a language of before? Where do we know that it's a language of, of before preceding, before you make the bracha? The Pasuk says, ran by the way of the plain, and he made it there before, he got there before he preceded the kushi. So you see that over is a language of preceding. It's from here. It says, it says Yaakov, Yaakov over lifneim. He got there, he, he got there, he was over lifneim before them. Okay, he got there, he got to Esau first. You see it over as the language of preceding. Alternatively, I could say it came from here. The king went, the king went before them, 
and by Hashem Baroshim and God at the and God at the head again. So we see over is the language of what of coming before. Lefanel my mevarich. What bracha do you make before the Megillah? Of Sheishes me Katarzia. He says ikla lekamei derei Rashi. He came in front of Rashi. Uvarich and he made the bracha Manach. So what is Manach? Manach is just an abbreviation of what of Mikra Megillah. Okay, and Nach. Okay, Shosa Nisim. He did miracles and and Shechianus. We make. Afterwards, you also make a bracha. Okay, and what is the what is the bracha? Baruch Hashem who who takes up our fight. Vadonis he 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 judges our you know the judge the judgment that we're claiming. he he revenges our vengeance. and takes pay, payment back from our from our enemies. and pays recompense and punishes all of our enemies. all of our enemies. bless Hashem who pays back who takes who, who pays back from you know who takes payment from. All of, of their enemies. enemies. Rav Amari says, "What Kelim Mashiach to say the Hashem who saves us." Amar Papa Hilkach. Therefore, Namino the Tabai. We say both of them. We shove them both to the bracha. Bracha to Hashem. Hanifrayli Yisrael Mikotzerim. Who pays back the Jewish people from all of their enemies? Elam Mashiach, the Hashem who saves us. We said on Monday and Thursday on Shabbos afternoon we 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 bring we have three people reading the Torah. They all called up. Hani Shlosha. These three connected me. What do they correspond to? Okay, Amar of Asi says connected Torah and Nevi'im Ksuvim. The three people who call up to the Torah correspond to Torah and the Nevi'im and the Ksuvim, the Holy Writings. Rav Amar he says connected Kohanim Levi Israel. He says they correspond to. He says they correspond to Kohanim Levi'im. And Israelites, Elohad Tani Rav Shimi. One second, I got, I got, I got a problem. If you tell me what that uh, that the number is 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 specific, those they you have you have uh, um, um, uh, is a specific meaning. Elohad Tani Rav Shimi. When he says ain't pochasim asar psukim, when it comes to reading the Torah, basically, you never read less than than ten. Okay, so. Um, um, uh, Pesukim basicness when you get ten uh, how, how do you do it when he, with a pasi says but it says when Hashem said to Moshe Hashem said to Moshe saying is also considered one of the ten even though we're not necessarily learning some of those number has value therefore a pasi, the pasi that says a pasi that says uh, Hashem said to Moshe even though what would you, what'd you learn it specifically it, not no specific law whatever it is it's still it's still considered one of the ten Hani Asara connected me these ten psukim what do they correspond to he, one, the first opinion says it has to do with the ten people who we make sure don't have to do any other work so that they can always be in shul. Rabbi, Rabbi Yosef says, I know they correspond to the ten to the ten utterances that were said to Moshe on her on her Sinai. Uh, um, Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Levi Omar, it has to do with the ten Hallels, okay, uh, okay, okay, David the David says, at the end of the Tehillim, you have the five Tehillim that open and close with Hallelujah, so it's the ten Hallelujahs. Rabbi Yochan, the Rabbi Yochanan, he says, Keneged Asar Maros, it has to do with the ten utterances, Shebehem Nivra Olam, ten sayings that Hashem said, 
Ten sayings that Hashem said when the world was created. I hide in it. What are they? Okay, what's the Gemara says? What are they? Okay, Vayomer the Rishis. It's when Hashem says Vayomer, and He says Vayomer. The Pesukim that says Vayomer in Rishis. Gemara says, What are you talking about? Hanitishahavu. There's not ten of them. There's nine of them. Says the Gemara. Rishis. Okay, Nami Mamaru. The the pasuk Rishis Baralakim is also an utterance. Because as it says, even though you don't see the word Vayomer, because it says with Hashem Shemaim Nasu with 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 the word of Hashem, the heaven was made, with the, with the breath of his mouth, all their hosts. So therefore we see also, the heavens was also, a, 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 when it says in Bratius, was also, with the word of Hashem, it was also a ma'amar, uh, also a ma'amar. Okay, now, we said that on Monday and Thursday we read three, okay, and we don't read, and we don't read less than ten, and we don't read less than ten psukim. Okay, so, you, so by definition, if three people are reading ten psukim, one, two guys are going to break it up. Two guys are going to read three, and one guy is going to read four. Who reads the four? Amar Rabba, Rishon Shagar Rabbi says that the first of the three call, guys called reads the four. Meshubach, that's praiseworthy. Shein Shagar, Shein Shagar the second guy read the four, read the four psukim. Meshubach, that's that's praiseworthy. Shlishi Shagar Arba, the fourth one, he's the one who reads the four psukim. Okay, Meshubach, that's praiseworthy. Right, where do we know these things? So let's see how we know that each one has its own importance. Rishon Shakar Bar Meshubach, to say that the first one who reads the four, he takes the honor, is, is praiseworthy. It's not because we learn. Remember when it came to, when it came, when we had to take the, the, the uh, shkaling out of the room that had the shkaling to get to buy the sacrifices, uh, it, 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 buy the sacrifices, but Shalosh Kupa said there were three baskets, okay, Shaloshin, each of, which each one was three saws, Shabahem Torma Salishka, which we would use to, we would, we would take the money and withdraw the money from the room with the shkalim. By Akasa when it was written on them, on, on these on these uh, baskets, Aleph Bez Gimel, like 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 A, B, and C. Okay, why? Rishon to see which one was was which one was drawn first, and therefore what? Okay, why? So that we bring the sacrifice from that basket first. Why Shemitzvah Rishon? We see a mitzvah of the first one, so we see an importance obviously to the first. So therefore, it definitely makes sense. So the first guy grabs the four, he did good. Where do we see? Where do we see that if the second guy, the middle guy of the three guys who read the Torah, who who grabs the four, that that's praiseworthy? The Tanya, as we learn, then let me just say it out. When the menorah, the menorah was placed north and south, and north and south, uh, and between north and south. So, and what happened? And the middle one. So the middle of the seven of the seven cups of oil, the middle one, the wick was in the back towards the west. Towards the west, the ones on the north were placed on the left side, okay, facing facing the middle one, and the ones on the south were put on the right side of the cup, facing the middle one. Okay, so now and, and therefore we say, they shall they shall uh, uh, shine facing the facing the face of the menorah. Malami teaches us that that. They would place the the way the the, the wicks are facing Klape and Nair Maravi face the western wick. Remember, we said the middle one is on to, is is on is, is on the western side of the cup. Okay, and therefore the northern ones are, are facing south, and the southern ones are on the on the northern side of the cup facing north. Every the, all the other ones facing the western ones, the middle one, the western one facing the western wall. Like we said, and the western lamp, the middle one, is placed, is really placed so that it, it, it is edging towards the divine 
present. So is the West. Okay, so you see here clearly that the that the middle one has is praiseworthy. The middle one has takes a has a an importance of precedence. Therefore, if the middle reader of the Torah reads for, he's fine. Okay, where do we see that if the last guy he he's the one who reads the four that he's praiseworthy? Because it says We have a general principle that we go up in kedusha and not down. So it makes sense that the last guy will take will will reap the most. The most uh, praiseworthy position. He grabs the four. He came to the synagogue. And he was, was the first one he read for Psukim. And uh, Rapapa, and Rapapa uh, praised him. Uh, oh, pardon me. Or, or Rapapa got there, and the first, pardon me, and the first guy read for Psukim, and Rapapa praised the first guy for reading that way. And we said that we don't do less than we, we don't do less than the three or more than the or more than the three. And the opening guy makes a blessing for us, and the last guy makes the last blessing. Tana, we learned We said We said the one who opens up the reading, he makes the blessing before. the guy who completes the reading, he makes the bracha afterwards. I these days the cool One second, just like we do. I these days every guy. Who's called up makes a blessing before and afterwards. Hine time, and there's the reason. Really, the, ra- the, the, the rabbis had one guy make the bracha before, and the last guy make the bracha afterwards. But what? The takina rabbana, but they later they made an, a, a, an enactment that everybody makes the both brachas. Why? A decree because of, of the way it will look wrong to people coming in late, or or the way it's going to look wrong for people who are leaving early. The guy who comes in late. Will only know that a bracha was made afterwards, and he won't know that there's a bracha before. He won't have heard a bracha before, so he thinks there's no bracha before. The guy who leaves early will only have heard a bracha before, and he won't have heard a bracha afterwards. He'll think there's only a bracha before, and there's no bracha afterwards. Uh, and I think this is a good. I think this is a good stopping place. Yeah, and we'll be back up tomorrow. Everyone have a wonderful day.